Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. This episode is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIP members. VIP stands for very important people, and their small monthly contributions ensure that this podcast remains free for all of you. If you would like to become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member, go to members.majorspoilers.com for more information. I sure do thank you for your support. Now, here's your show. Welcome to Dueling Reviews, a show where two guys sit down with one comic and we go into it in detail. I'm Steve Schleicher, and over there is Matthew Peterson. Hello! And this week we are looking at From Under Mountains, number one from Image Comics. This is uh, uh, Claire Gibson is the writer on the piece, and Sloane Leong, L-E-O-N-G, does the long. art and colors on this. Long, long, I'm, I'm not a Leong, that's fine. That's okay. I don't, th- I don't think you say the E-O, I think it's lung or lung. So. I see. All right. So, Matthew, what is the story about? Because I'll be honest with you, this is pretty confusing in a lot of spots. There is some confusion. Uh, it seems to be taking place in sort of a, I don't want to say medieval because it doesn't feel medieval. No, it. It's uh, either ancient times or a time that is very much like ancient times. Yes. Let's say ancient times because. Yes. They keep referring to goblins that are coming from some mountain thing. Perhaps yes, you have under to the work mountain. With goblins. Yes. The first ten pages of the book are basically a magic spell, right? Which is really fascinating and visually interesting, but I'm not a hundred percent on the the same page as where everything is. But once the spell is cast, we end up in a particular kingdom type area. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there is a gentleman who runs the kingdom, and then of well, course, well, actually, son. he he runs the keep, as from what I understand, and I don't know if that's the kingdom or not. Right. Be- yeah. Yeah, and then his his son, of course, who is as a boy prepared. Yes, prepared the fast horse. Sons are boys. His daughter, who is uh, treated less interesting because the she's son a girl. Is be- Right. The son is being encouraged to go out and explore and do things and ride and see new places. And the daughter is like, nope, stay and stay in your room and and read your book and wait until you get married and then get yes. the hell out. Yes. It's pretty basic. Much. And that's basically what the father says. He's like, hey, look, your mother's not around anymore. If she was here, she would tell you you're 20 years old. You're already well past marrying age. Uh, the only thing you have to worry about is getting a husband and then getting the heck out of my keep. <laughs> that's when you can and, go explore the world. Yeah. And that. It, that's one of the, I don't want to say problematic, but that's one of the difficult things for me to wrap my head around. Eh, I mean, I can I can understand it. I mean, this is that time. Um, you know, this is the situation that women would be put in during that but time. I, and I don't know into, that that flies in a world where we're talking about goblins and there's clearly, you know, arcane magics. Uh, you know. A I, ghost creature shows up and stabs somebody in no, the heart. No, stabs the, the, the Lord of the Keep's son. That's yeah. who I thought it was. That's what I was not I'm not sure. That's what I thought. That's how I saw it. And then well, there's some uh, boy girl 
trying to break into uh, some place right. to get some money to pay off pay off debts. Right. I believe that is this, a girl. She witnesses the stabbings mm-hmm. by this ghost creature thing. And she, of course, runs away with the murder weapon, which is not wise. Not wise. Not wise no, at all. She, she is almost certainly going to be blamed for the murder, I think. And then we're introduced to some kind of uh, secret cult. Yeah. And, and a Sir Thomas Fisher. There is a great deal going on in this verse. There really is. And we talk about, you know, world building. Yes. We talk about settings and and how settings and and specifically, you know, times and places and the people in them are the basis of the fictions that we want to read. Mm-hmm. And I get that you want to put that out there, but there is almost no context throughout this issue for what's happening. Right. Right. It, there's it's, a, clearly, it's really I mean, odd. There's, there's maps in the back, and there's clearly a lot of attention being paid to it. Mm-hmm. But there's also an issue in terms of the representation of faces, because you don't always know, without checking back, whom you're dealing with. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But mm-hmm. I was really troubled by the story because... We're getting a little bit of setup. We're finding out who names are, those kinds of things. But we don't know, again, as we said at the beginning, what's what's the world going on? Why are these people praying for some demon to go kill a child or a young man? Right. Um, right. Why, you know, why is this going on? And in a book, if if I were buying this as a book, it would be an excellent first chapter because it's giving us a bunch of setup. And perhaps in the in uh, prose form, we would be able to have a lot more. Uh, right. explanation we get of the internal world. monologue we get descriptions yes. we get names right. that's my biggest frustration about this is it's hard to go through and put this together and and there aren't any clear explanations of the names of the characters we're reading about mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm. yeah and i i get that they're you know it, it's not the jim shooter era where somebody walks in and goes hello spider-man <laughs> captain america and i iron man yeah. we're just talking about how you should come here right but you have to be able to weave place and name into what you're doing right right exactly yeah so a good setup for the first like chapter of a book perhaps but for mm. this book not not for me and um to complicate things even more i wasn't overly thrilled with the art the art is intentionally i believe evocative of more primitive art styles you know you hear people talk about them as indie style but it's yeah. really just it it's a choice it's uh, specifically something that is evoking those that that independent comic book style of the past. Mm-hmm. The thing about it to me is not necessarily what is being chosen necessarily, but consistency. Because when you said to me, "Hey, I think that's the Keepmaster son being stabbed." Yeah. That's that's the first I realized that you're probably right, but when he leaves he has um, chainmail shoulder pads. Oh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's somebody else. When, but when he comes back, they are not consistently drawn. He gets stabbed, he falls, and then all of a sudden they appear. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. There, I, I think that the biggest issue with the art 
is one that's just going to have to come from additional art. Yeah, I, on the it, on the part of you know, there, there are some great facial expressions. I like some of the character designs. I like the basis of what's here, but I don't necessarily know that Sloan Long or Sloan Long. I, again, I apologize if you're listening. Please let us know how to pronounce the name correctly. But I don't know that he or she is quite at the point where I would say this is a, a successful unaided uh, issue thing for me. And, and you know, I yeah, th- there are consistency issues. There are beautiful sequences. There are beautiful layouts. I think that the storytelling is pretty solid. But kind of like with the writing, there are occasional. There's a lack of. That initial panel that says, okay, we've driven down a dirt road and now we're here. You <laughs> right, know, we, right, right. We see at the beginning, uh, when we're first introduced to the characters in the keep, we see the mountains and then we pull back, theoretically, because it's not a camera. Right. But you see those mountains through the window, not the same. <laughs> yeah. Not consistently drawn as the same mountains for the first shot. Then we pull back and we see her eyes, the young lady's eyes. And again, when you get to this, this is three, four. She names him four pages in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we get her name. Uh, I think it is brought up at some point. But it- at this point, I'm not going to go digging for it. Mm, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, it, that that is a thing. This is something. That, oh, her name's Elena. Yeah. Right there, page 20 of... Page 20 of... 28, yes. So, yeah, that, I mean... So, I, that's that's just a real issue. And I yeah. when I opened this up, I it, this looked like a very indie book to me, which is, you know, I understand Image deals sometimes with, um, you know, they're not a... I mean, they, they publish independent right. work, but this is something that seemed very different from what they would normally do. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's it's, not. It's not to say that this is unsuccessful. I think that it's in a genre that gets a lot of attention. I mean, we're kind of looking at a quasi-high fantasy sort of world Mm -hmm. with, you know, swords and sorcery and horses. And even the different flavor of the magic, you still kind of go, well, you know, is this somebody's Dungeons & Dragons campaign being transcribed? True. You know, but again, that doesn't necessarily make for a bad story. I just feel like it makes for an unsuccessful start. Yeah. You know, if we get six issues in and we have the first real collected trade, I might think something different. But right now, I'm just kind of frustrated with the amount of work I'm having to do to try and really flesh this out, to try and understand who does what and mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. how these goblins come into play. In the first, uh, you know, those first pages when we're talking about the magical spell, right. I think she she names like five. Oh yeah, four different av- you know four different avatars, avatars and binds them and, and binds them. Yeah, I thought exactly. to be honest, I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is kind of creepy. What's going to happen? And then there's no kind of explanation about that. You know, we see right. that the the person casting the spell whispers in the demon's ear. Or the spirit's ear, and then the next we see it, it's coming out of the darkness and stabbing and somebody. She says, "Hail Hydra." I know that's probably what. It, <laughs> so I don't know. The art is problematic. I don't know what's going on in this story. I have 
very little to no interest in reading this book anymore. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to tell people to pass on it. I mean, it's it's it seems like it could be a good concept, but I think if I'm going to look at this again, I have to look at it when it's in the trade. Yes, and I think that's the thing. You know, when a, a similar but very different book in terms of maybe genre or type of story, the first issue of The Autumn Lands mm-hmm. really hit a solid, you know, triple play for me. This is this was a book that had these same sort of things. It gave us this main character and he put him in this weird world and his father's doing this and there's magic and there's an owl and there's a girl who's like a I don't know, a pig or something. But there are all of these massive concepts being introduced and thrown around. But it worked in context because they gave us enough to say, okay, well, we may not know what it means that his father is the Flavity of Framazababada. But in context, we know that clearly the Frabazi of Framazababada means something. It means that he is important. And I think that that, that, context that maybe experience in terms of the storytelling from the writing side and then a little bit of experience in terms of just some more tread on your boots when you're really putting these things down would make it all the difference in the world yeah this could be a fascinating book once we get a little more story into it but i'm i'm honestly agreeing with you i don't know that i have a whole lot of impetus to give it three or five or 10 issues to really get its feet under it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what this was 350, right? I believe so, yes. And yeah. so, but the other thing too is if, if we were looking for just what is this book about, mm-hmm. somebody's murdered and now we have to figure out the who's and the why's and the what's. Yeah. So, so yeah. if that's intriguing a, in a, in a about semi, pages long. in a semi fantasy world environment that we can tell right now, then yeah. maybe it's your cup of tea, but it's just, did not did not hit hit for me. Yeah. So it is rated M for mature. So if you're over eighteen mm-hmm. and you're really into that, why do you think it's rated M for mature? Do you think it's because um, of the slicing of the wrist and the uh, demon I calling pre- stuff? I presume the blood and the stabbing and the demons and the murdery murder. Okay, interesting. Because we get a lot yeah, worse than that in in T for Teen. Right. Well, there there may be breastuses or there may be stuff coming. Yeah, maybe coming in adult yeah. context. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. So there you go uh, from Image Comics uh, out this week. Uh, coming out next week from Dark Horse Comics, it's Adam.3, number three. Angel and Faith, Adam. season 10, number uh, 19. And I think that series coming to an end pretty soon, the Angel and Faith uh, series. Yeah, I kind of faded out on that one. I didn't realize it was still being produced. Uh, this is season 10. Season right? 10, right. Yeah, okay. Uh, Barbed Wire, number four. A Dead Vengeance, number one. Uh, let's see, Laura Croft, Frozen Omen number one. Maybe we could hit on that if no one's uh, taking that, because that's a new series that a lot of people are excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're into Sherlock Holmes and the Necronomicon hardcover, it comes out next week for only $18. Uh, Sherlock Holmes and the Necronomicon. Yes. Uh, DC Comics has Action Comics number 45, Batman and Robin Eternal number one. That's the brand new series from Kyle Higgins. Um, and I think that's the weekly series that DC is putting out. Ah, Eternal is Weekly, yeah. Yes. Uh, Batman Beyond, number five. Crisis on Infinite Earths Deluxe Edition hardcover. That's a $50 book. Cyborg, number three. Detective Comics, number 45. Injustice, Gods Among Us, year four, number 11. Midnighter, number five. Telos, number one. That's the uh, continuing adventures of Telos, 
from the uh, most recent uh, Earth-shattering multiverse Convergence what? series. Telos from Convergence? Yes. That thing that's not Brainiac? Yes. Is getting his own title? Yes. Why? <laughs> Two ninety nine. <laughs> but but what remains untold about Telos? Well, I mean, he's got to find out where he came from. If you remember at the end of that series, he's like, I want to know because um, uh, Brainiac had actually taken him from a place, and right. apparently he has a a past and a history and um, you know background story that needs to be. Needs to be told. Here's the here's the solicitation. The villain of the world shattering convergence events stars in his own new series. Oh, stars in his own new series. Series, series, series. Set loose from his planetary tether at the end of the best selling. Well, set loose from his planetary tether at the end of convergence. (laughs) Telos finds himself free and able to traverse space and time via a sliver of Brainiac's powers. As this epic begins, he embarks on an odyssey journeying across time and space in search of his past. Now, let me ask you this. If you have the power, if you have the power to bring worlds together and do all the things that he was doing, don't you think you could conjure up what happened to your past? You'd think. Maybe that's a limit of his powers. I don't know. But that is Telos number one. It's out next week from DC Comics. Maybe we should review that. Let's do it. Talos number one. Let's do Talos number one from DC Comics. Only because we're gluttons for punishment. You said, hey, guys, let's totally cover all these conversions. Well, I thought it might be awesome and cool and they might be doing cool things. And then it was just like, hey, here's a bunch of stories we had sitting around. I don't know. We just throw them in a book. Isn't this two months long? You're like, no. I didn't think it was going to be Certainly not. At the end of week one, I was like, oh, dear God, it's two months long. (laughs) It's two months long and it's 18 issues per week for two months. IDW, I know. I may never forgive you for that. Hey, it could be worse. We could be reviewing Secret Wars every week. (laughs) Your mother. <laughs> IDW Publishing has Angry Birds, Super Angry Birds, number two. Super. They're not just angry. They're super angry. Now, just a couple of weeks ago, we reviewed the first issue. Atomic Robo in the Ring of Fire, number two, comes out next week. Go grab it. Uh, if you've been following along in the web comics, you know things are getting really interesting. Uh, Boy 1, number three. Edward Scissorhands, Trade Paperback, volume two. Fly Outbreak. Yeah, we did. We did uh, Boy One Number One, and you didn't like it because of the whole implications of DNA development and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, you know, the thing and the thing. Sherlock Holmes Seven Percent Solution Number Three, String dry- Divers Number Three, Tet Number Two, uh, TMNT Ongoing Number Fifty. There's an anniversary issue. That is a supersized issue. It is an eight dollar comic. So just yeah, be aware sorry. of that. Um, then we have X Files Season Eleven Number Three. Image Comics has, what do we got? Eight House? Number four. Yoris. Is that what Eight it's called? House. Eight House? Eight House. All right. <laughs> uh, Copperhead, number 10. Dark Corridor, number three. Humans, number nine. Nailbiter, number 16. Paper Girls, number one. I have no idea what that is about. It's about these girls. And they're made of paper. Paper, yeah. Paper Girls. I see what you're saying. But here's what the solicitation says. Okay. Saga writer Brian uh, K. Vaughn launches a brand new ongoing series with superstar Wonder Woman artist Cliff Chang. Superstar. Or is it Chiang? Chang. Chang. In the early hours after Halloween of 1988, four 12-year-old, four 12-year-old newspaper delivery girls uncover the most important story of all time. 
Stand by Me meets War of the Worlds in, the, in this mysterious young adult adventure, starting with a spectacular double-sized first issue for only two ninety nine. Man, maybe that one might even be better. I don't know. Telos. And there's three books that could be really good next week. I say Telos because right. I'm a glutton for your punishment. All right, we'll still do that. But I, but yeah, I think that Laura Croft Frozen Omen number one. I think I've actually got that one already. You're right. And um, the TMNT fifty, Atomic Robo Fire number two. Wow. And this uh, Paper Girls number one. Those all sound like four books to be reading next week. In addition to We Stand Guard number four, Wicked in the Divine Pantheon Circle uh, T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Marvel Comics has 1602 Witch Hunt Angela number four. Uh, color Your Own Age of Ultron trade paperback. It's a nine ninety nine book. Oh, wow. Yep. Darth Vader number 10, Doctor Strange number one. Ooh, Doctor Strange number one comes out. There's a fifth book for you. Groot number five, Invincible Iron Man number one, Powers number five, Secret Wars number six, mm-hmm. Spider Island number five, Star Wars Lando number five, and What If Infinity Inhumans number one, and What If Infinity Thanos number one. What If Infinity Thanos. And if you are a fan of Werewolf by Night, yes. it gets an omnibus hardcover that comes out next week for $125. And if I you am want, a fan of Werewolf and if you are a uh, fan of the Marvel Star Wars years, that omnibus hardcover volume three comes out next week, also with a hundred and twenty-five dollar price tag. Hmm. Uh, and Bonnie number six comes out from all the rest. Uh, Aliens Vampirilla number two. I forgot to read the first one of that, so I got to get caught Vampir- up. Vampir aliens. Yep. Uh, Cluster number nine. Complete Adventures of Choli and Choli and Flytrap. Hardcover. Oh, those. That's good stuff. That's is it? Uh, yeah. That used to be in Epic Illustrated back in the oh, day. Oh, okay. Uh, Doctor Who, the 11th Year 2, number one. Uh, Grim Fairy Tales, Cinderella 10th Anniversary Special, number five. Grant Morrison's 18 Days, number four. Grumpy Cat, number one. Grumpy Cat, Grumpy Cat. No, that's Smelly Cat. What are Hip- they feeding you? Hip Hop Family Tree number two, Home number four, Jim Henson's Dark Crystal Hardcover Volume three, Creation Myths. That's a good series. Jughead number one. There's a sixth book I'm looking forward to next week. Good, Laird Almighty. Knights of the you Dinner know, Table two twenty four. We may Come, have to do Jughead number one. I went nope. We're already a glutton. How about this? Okay. How about we do two dueling reviews, a twofer next week where we a do twofer. both Telos. And then we cleanse our palate and, and have restore our faith in humanity by reviewing Jughead number one. Who are we going to do it in the same do show? Do it in the We're same show. Release two shows. No, done do it in the same show. Done. There you go. All right. Mass two number seven. Uh, let's see. What else? But see, look at those six books coming out next week that I'm already excited about. <laughs> Rick and Morty number four gets a second printing. Six, six beautiful books. Ah, 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 ah. ah. Uh, Toil and Trouble number two. That is a very good series. Seven books now that I'm looking forward to. Seven. Seven beautiful books. <laughs> Walt Disney Donald Duck hardcover volume seven. Trick or treat. Eight. No. Eight. no. Zombies versus cheerleaders. Halloween 2015. Nine. Number nine. <laughs> number one. Sorry. So there you go. No, there's a bunch of books coming out, but those are ones that those six or seven right there would be ones that I'm like most looking forward to next week. And listeners, I hope you've got books that you're looking forward to next week. 
Of course, every week we have the complete rundown of all the books that are coming out. That comes out usually on Monday, unless I forget, and then it comes out first thing Tuesday morning. And then we have our major spoiler staff picks that comes out first thing Wednesday morning, so you can see what we're recommending right before you run down to the comic book store and pick up your comic collection. And unless of course, if we forget at which point it goes. No, up. usually we don't forget that. Usually it's like, eh, this is a busy week and there's you know not much going on, or people forget to turn their stuff in on time, that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but we sure do appreciate everything that you do to support major spoilers, including uh, so many of you tweeting out on this podcast day, hashtag podcast day that you love shows that we put out. And I thank you very much for that. And if you're a major spoilers VIP, you should be thanked on this podcast day for making these uh, shows continue week after week. And if you'd like to become a major spoilers VIP and join our growing crowd of super awesome people from around the world yeah. and get access to some extra cool content. Head over to members.majorspoilers.com. That's members.majorspoilers.com. Sign up today. It's, it's, I mean, for less than the cost of one of these seven books that I'm looking forward to next week, you could right. sign up and become a, a silver member. And uh, yeah. the cost of one comic book per month is, is how you can support us. Yeah. That's, I mean, that really does break it down. If you, you know, I bought a comic yesterday that was $7.99. Jim and the Holograms. Yeah, it was a good book, too. It was. Oh, are you excited about the Jim and the Holograms movie? I went to a movie today with my wife. She actually had a rare day off. So we really? slipped out to go see a movie. And um, well, she had an afternoon off. But they had yeah, the trailer for Jim and the Holograms coming soon. Yeah. I'm trepidatious. I'm worried about the Jim and the Holograms movie because I, I, I feel like they may have missed they may have missed a thing or two. You know what I mean? Like watching uh, Josie and the Pussycats? Yes. Do you remember Josie and the Pussycats? Yes, I do. And, and Not from, a good movie. Well, but the pr- problem is everything that I'm seeing in the uh, premise yeah. or in the trailer it feels very much like Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, not a good movie. Yeah. Hey, but at least it's got a little robot that uh, projects <laughs> hey! holograms. A little a synergy's not a robot. Synergy's a hologram. <laughs> Uh, no, in this movie, it's a little robot that projects holograms. Read my lips. I'm telling you, that's what it is. You can tell me what's in the movie, and I will tell it's you. It's also got uh, Haley Kyoko that you know from uh, CSI, or one of those shows. Haley Kyoko was in The Big Bang Theory, wasn't she? Oh, no, no. Um, maybe I'm thinking of Kaylee Kyoko. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. Kroko. Anyway. That wraps it up for this installment of Dueling Reviews. Thank you, everyone, for downloading, listening, sharing this podcast with a friend. Thank you, Matthew, for being here. Hey, got to do what you got to do, right? You got to do what you got to do. That is true. And we're going to continue to read comics because we love comics, and we know you do, too. And we will talk with you next time. Wang. podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.